5050. Select quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. This is where Montana talks. You're listening to Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right. Uh, I'll tell, let me tell you what we got coming up here later this hour of the show. And then on into the 9 o'clock hour, I definitely want to free up some time in the 9 o'clock hour uh, where we take phone calls from across Montana as well. Uh, but a, a big story uh, uh, broke yesterday by the Billings Gazette. I, and as I understand it, they were they were planning on, on publishing this story Monday. But then uh, Joe Biden weighed in on the China spy balloon yesterday. So they thought, no, let's get this story out out there now. Pentagon tried but failed to shoot down Chinese balloon over Montana's Beartooth Mountains. Uh, that's a story uh, Larry Mayer, uh, the photographer for the Gazette, who, who joined us uh, uh, early on in uh, China spy balloon days, uh, is going to join us here in studio coming up in the 9 o'clock hour of the show to t- uh, tell us uh, what his sources uh, inside the DOD are telling him about that story. Uh, and then we'll, we'll take your phone calls after that. Uh, but the other thing we got coming up for you here around 8.40 this morning, Mandy Gunasekara, she was the chief of staff for the Environmental Protection Agency under President Donald Trump. Uh, she is going to join us at 840. You, you might recall earlier this week we were talking about the uh, the Ohio train derailment and the uh, environmental catastrophe that appears to be playing out in East Palestine, Ohio, and how you know Pete Buttigieg is MIA during this latest train wreck and how the EPA administrator has been MIA. Uh, and, and by the way, uh, Republican Senator J.D. Vance, he's been standing up for the people in East Palestine, Ohio. He shared a video yesterday that got picked up by the DailyWire.com. What he did is, is he wants to show the American people why he believes they're not getting the truth from the EPA, why they are not getting the truth from federal officials right now when it comes to this environmental catastrophe in East Palestine, Ohio. You know, remember, this is the same federal government that is still focused on unicorn fantasy theories about climate change and the threat of climate change, and yet they seem to be largely ignoring actual real-world, on-the-ground environmental threats. Here's J.D. Vance in a video that he shared yesterday. Hey, guys, so I'm here at Leslie Run, and there's dead worms and dead fish all throughout this water. Something I just discovered is that if you scrape the creek bed, it's like chemical is coming out of the ground. Can you you come here? And and let me just show this to people. I don't know if you're going to be able to see this on camera, but watch this. Just see that chemical pop out of the creek. This is disgusting. And the fact that we have not cleaned up the, the, the train crash, the fact that these chemicals are still seeping in the ground is an insult to the people who live in East Palestine. Do not forget these people. We've got to keep applying pressure. That's how we're going to fix this problem. Thank you. All right. If you want to watch that video for yourself, I shared it at twitter.com slash Aaron Flint. Uh, phone lines are open for you. 406-294-0970. Uh, I played a, a brief portion of Don Lemon's remarks on CNN where uh, uh, Don Lemon was talking about uh, former governor of South Carolina and former Trump 
Trump ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley, being past her prime in Don Lemon's view. Because remember, Don Lemon, as a gay man on CNN, he's an expert when it comes to women, right? This whole talk about AIDS makes me uncomfortable. I think that I think it's the wrong road to go down. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What are you that's talking about? That's not according to me. Prime for what? Uh, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll say, if you look, if you Google when is a woman in her prime, it'll say 20s, 30s, and 40s. I don't necessarily. 40s. Oh, I got another. I'm not saying decade. I agree with that. So I think she has to be careful about saying that you know politicians aren't in their prime. <laughs> okay, two things. First of all, Don Lemon. Oh my goodness, watching Democrats try to figure out what a woman is <laughs> is a lot. <laughs> Kaylee. Yeah, Don Lemon, um, he always gets me laughing, especially early in the morning now, I guess. Um, interesting. <laughs> You're not watching. No one is. No, I, I watch Fox and Friends in the morning, but I do see the clips. Um, you know, it didn't bother me, and I stood up for him when he mentioned to Caitlin Collin, or whoever it was, that they had mommy brain, Essie Cup. I remember. Fine. I have mommy brain. I'm not offended by that. You did stand up for However, Don, why are you Googling when is a woman in her prime? <laughs> why are you Googling that? Uh, yeah, and not only that, but why are you attacking a woman in her 50s so that you can defend some of these old men in their 80s uh, that are still in charge in Washington, D.C.? So many questions. So many questions. 2940970. Uh, first up on the phone lines, let's go to Dan in Kalispell. Hey, Dan, what's your thoughts? Well, my thought is I think everybody's missing the boat. I, you know, I listen to talk radio constantly. And nobody has said, you know, a woman is in her prime in her teen, late teens, 20s, and 30s because those are childbearing years. It has nothing to do with mental capacity. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, well why that, doesn't that, somebody mention that? I think somebody has mentioned that. They, they, but they oh, were trying I haven't heard to, it they were trying to get, I haven't heard Well, they were trying to get Don Lemon I mean, to there's say. No case, there's no case that you're talking about that makes sense other than it's childbearing age. Well, why didn't Don Lemon explain that? There's no discussion to be talked about. I mean, it's that simple. End of case. Goodbye. Why didn't Don Lemon explain that then? you'd have to ask him. Well, they should ask him, shouldn't they? In fact, I think they did try to get it out of him, and his response was, well, uh, just Google it. <laughs> and here's the thing. We're, we're not asking uh, Donald Trump or Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis or Christy Nome or anybody else out there to be our surrogate mom or our surrogate dad. We're asking them to get our country back on track. We're not asking about child at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, Target, Rite Aid, and online. Navage, NAV, AGE, Clean Nose, Healthy Life. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right. Yeah. Thanks to Dan and, and Kalispell for the phone call. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I'll, t I'll tell you what, if uh, if you're trying to come up with a defense case for, 
for Don Lemon. Uh, I, for one, am, am not going to be in the defending Don Lemon camp. Uh, I, I, I don't know if that's necessarily what uh, what Dan was trying to do there. But either way, Dan, appreciate your phone call. Uh, enjoyed hearing from you. Two nine four zero nine seventy is the number for you as well. Uh, next up, let's go to Steve in Ballantyne. Hey, Steve, what's going on? Morning, Aaron. Um, get, yeah, getting to that uh, train derailment. You know, I haven't listened a lot here in the last week or two, but maybe the slow response is due to who probably, you know, not no, not really knowing, but who probably owns that rail link uh, track and probably train. That would be Warren Buffett. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're being slow because he's going to be involved in it. I, I know that well the railroad is Norfolk Southern uh, and of course uh, uh, Buffett has has BNSF uh, but but does he have some sort of a, uh, you know when it comes to the rail line itself uh, yeah good question uh, Tucker Carlson has even raised the question of oh, well hey you know these are white working class folks in East Palestine Ohio and so they don't check the woke check boxes so the Biden administration doesn't care. They didn't vote for him, well, so he doesn't care about them. Well, just like the stretch of rail from basically from Billings West, uh, uh, it's the rail line is owned by uh, uh, you know be a, you know Burlington Northern or whoever, whatever, which is, would be Warren Buffett. But uh, they're renting the rail line, the, the passage. So you know the the it's not the train; it was probably the rail that broke. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's very possible that could be a Buffett rail. So well, or you know, it, Vanguard or some other woke investment firm. Uh, that I mean, that's really the sad reality that's going on right now. Is corporate America is 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 a train wreck now too, because they've been taken over by these these woke corporate leaders, uh, and and a lot of these woke investment firms. That's why you know here in Montana we've got our governor and our lawmakers and our attorney general that are pushing back to stop ESG and state invest and to take the fight to BlackRock and some of these other nut jobs out there. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, if there's an angle uh, when it comes to the train derailment story as well. It's, it's, it's yet another reminder how the Democrats have now become the party of big business, and the Democrats are no longer the party of, of working men and women, if they ever were, right? There was that perception, maybe, at least amongst the labor union folks, but this story is yet another reminder. They are the party of big tech, they are the party of big government. They are the party of big business and not standing up for everyday working class folks like people in East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, all right, Steve, thanks for the call. Great to hear from you. Next up, let's go to Willie in Paradise Valley. Willie, thanks for the call. What's on your mind? Yeah, good morning, guys. Uh, it's interesting that uh, Don Lemon and how they're spending a bunch of time on Nikki Haley's qualifications, but evidently being him and Pete plug already in the same camp. Uh, they need to get into country western music, and they can pull that song up that older women make big, better love. So maybe I'll see her that one. Yeah. What, what song was that again? I, I think yourself broke That's up a little. Older women make older women make good lovers. <laughs> who sang there that one? Go, so. I'm surprised Mark Wilson well, didn't have that. I don't remember who it is, 
but you can it's, a, it's out there. Older women make better lovers, or whatever it is. So they have never evidently heard that one. So. Now, are you speaking off a of personal experience there, or uh, just a, did you? <laughs> yeah, did yeah, you Google yeah, it? Fifty years. Yeah, <laughs> fifty yeah, years. You could Google it, or yeah, whatever you want to do, but both ways. Yeah. So, so based on your expert analysis, and you might know more about women than the uh, than the gay leftist uh, Don Lemon does too. So, uh, but based on your yeah, experience, uh, older women make better lovers. The official uh, yeah, there you go. official readout from Willie in Paradise Valley. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, uh, great to hear from you. I'm, I'm going to have to ask Mark Wilson about that song. I'll, I wonder if they, if uh, if if his dad Dave played that, uh, uh, you know, part of his uh, bluegrass collection maybe uh, over the years. All right, two nine four zero nine seventy. Just another topic you didn't think we would be talking about. Uh, you know, every day after we wrap up this show, so 10 a.m. our statewide show is done. The first thing I do is I, I cut our promos for the next day and and you know you never know what we're going to talk about so i'll cut a promo you know saying saying hey i think this is what we're going to talk about tomorrow but we never really know i mean who would have thought that the topic on the radio today would be older women make better lovers but uh there you go thanks a lot don lemon and cnn for your very insightful coverage uh jeff and polson next up listening to kjjr jeff what's going on hey good morning aaron looks like a uh Morning for Western Montana, and uh, and I would have to say that my wife, reaching 72 years old, is just coming into her prime, and I don't mean that in just one way. Uh, so, uh, I think it was a great service to Nikki Haley and women in general. Um, and I called about uh, yesterday. You had a guest on. I can't remember who it was in the nine o'clock hour. I think it was a caller. We about, yeah. Okay, we're talking about. Uh, home title theft. Yeah. And uh, I actually asked Austin Knutson that question uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, whether or not uh, he knew of any, how prevalent home uh, home title theft was in Montana. And he said he didn't know the single instance. So I just want to say that for those of us of a certain age, uh, we're more vulnerable to fear-based uh, uh, promos but that if you have good identity theft insurance, it will cover home title as well as taking your uh, Social Security number or your credit card information or anything else, and they'll work to rectify that. So I would caution people against getting specialty insurance. It's probably going to be very expensive and very specific. My, uh, my, our home title, or our uh, identity theft insurance costs less than $150 a year, and it covers home title theft in the unlikely event that that ever happens to us. So I just wanted to get that out there. Hey, that's, no, that's good information. Yeah, and, and it, it reminds me, you know, we, we have all these discussions about classified material, uh, you know, especially Joe Biden, the mishandling of classified material. You remember when Joe Biden was vice president and Barack Obama was president, anybody who had a security clearance background check under this government their information got compromised so all of so like i had and will still have a a clearance uh from my military service right so basically i got a letter in the mail no it didn't say go to war or go to jail it said hey the federal government for the next what one or two years is going to cover identity theft uh coverage protection for you because all of your information was compromised basically to the communist chinese this of course happened under obama and Biden's watch. Well, why did the why is the government only covering that for two years? They compromised 
our private information for the rest of our lives, not just for two years. So I, I think that's a, a topic that needs to be re-explored for, from our federal government standpoint as well. Jeff, thanks for calling in. Great to hear from you. Good information. Next up on the phone lines, uh, Dick Pence from the Big Sky Worldview Forum. Dick, always great to hear from you. Good morning, Aaron. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I wanted to ask you, by any chance you ever listen to Jeff Laszlo's morning updates. Almost every day. They're great. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, I've been trying to play it at least once a day here on this show. But, I, I yeah, it's, it, but depending on the time of day, yeah, uh, some folks may catch it or, or may not catch it. The one from yesterday was on House Bill 361. And the reason that's important is that happens to be the bill where they were going to say, no, you don't have to call a transgender by his preferred pronouns and so forth. A great bill. But the interesting thing about that particular update is he exposed this particular argument for this, for and against this bill, exposes the Democrats for their just absolute denial of uh, freedom of conscience, freedom of speech. Just, it is just, uh, and you can go to the Montana Family Foundation website drop down and find their morning updates and it is yeah it is really revealing about the democrats as much as anything i have ever heard well and what's what's so revealing about it yeah you're referring to the legislation by representative brandon lear out of savage montana speaker regeer out of kalispell talked about that yesterday in the nine o'clock hour on our, our weekly legislative update I believe that passed the house uh, right uh and yep. so what, what's so revealing you're right about about montana democrats is We've already had federal judges that have weighed in again and said you can't even force adults, you can't force adult teachers to have to to have to play this this pronoun game. And yet, what Montana Democrats want to do is they want to force little kids to have to play this little pronoun game. Well, Aaron, and, what and was it's absurd. Was that what was really interesting is how many teachers and 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 even university professors pushed back they spoke against this yeah the liberal ones yeah of course and the, and and the union that's supposed to be standing up for teachers is once again fighting them and and trying to push them into these these stupid playground games well thank you for taking my call and i think that's worth really worth listening to um because it's an amazing uh, explosion, exposure of the Democratic Party and who they really are. That's right. Jeff Lasloff, he does an incredible job. Um, I have his latest legislative update on hand today as well. I'll try to play that. Maybe I'll play that after our 8.50 break for you here this morning. All right. Uh, hey, you know, uh, some of you need a break when it comes to gas prices. Some of you need a break when it comes to your prescription drugs. How about if we give you a break for both? Uh, our friends at Farm 406, really cool. Kyle Austin and his team, uh, they will mail your prescriptions to you, uh, or if you live in the Laurel, Lockwood, or Billings area, especially those of you in the Billings area, if you transfer your prescriptions to Farm 406, they will drive your prescriptions to you. So save you the gas money, try to get you the best price as well, farm406.com. In fact, I just realized I, I'm about ready for some more pre-workout, the uh, All-American Pharmaceuticals Montana-made pre-workout. That's where I get it from, Farm 406, 38th and Grand in Billings.
Reporting from the Montana Legislature, I'm Eleanor Smith. Under a bill moving through the Montana Senate, landlords and property owners would have to pay back rental application fees to applicants who don't end up leasing the property. Senate Bill 320 is sponsored by Democratic Senator Ellie Boldman from Missoula, who said the bill was designed to even the scales between renters and landlords. The bill would require landlords to detail what costs potential tenants' application fees would pay for and then return the excess within seven days of leasing the property to someone else. Landlords would be subject to civil court cases if they don't comply. There were two proponents of the bill who said renters are draining their savings supplying for housing. Jake Brown represented Shelter Whitefish, an organization focused on addressing the housing crisis. This bill puts some pretty common sense sideboards around application fees for renters, allows a landlord or property manager to recuperate costs for any services like a credit or background check. Uh, if a renter has to pay, let's say, 50 bucks for an application fee, and let's say they apply to 10 different places, uh, that's 500 bucks. You know, that's a month of rent. That's, you know, food on their family's table. There was one opponent of the bill who said the bill was government overreach. John Sinrood is the president of the Montana Landlord Association. This bill is not necessary. It delves into the inner dealings of people's lives and their businesses as they are trying to do the job of property managing, managing people, fixing the properties. The committee did not take immediate action on the bill. This legislative update is brought to you by the University of Montana School of Journalism, the Montana Broadcasters and Newspaper Associations, and the Greater Montana Foundation. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. All right. Uh, so we got the answer here. We got the answer. Jim in Malta has the answer for us here. I was asking, who was the artist? Who was the singer who did this song? You know, uh, Don Lemon had those remarks. For those of you who are uh, maybe just uh, tuning in and joining us here on Montana Talks, Don Lemon, uh, the gay leftist on CNN, uh, I thought I thought the stereotype was that was that gay guys were more sensitive than the rest of us. So how can Don Lemon be so insensitive? This whole talk about age makes me uncomfortable. I think that I think it's the wrong road to go down. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry, when a woman is considered to be in her prime in her twenties and thirties and maybe forties. What are you that's talking? Wait, I, that's not according to me. Prime for what? Uh, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll. If you look, if you Google when is a woman in her prime, it'll say twenties, thirties, and forties. I don't necessarily. Forties. Oh, I got it. I'm not decade. saying I agree with that. So I think she has to be careful about saying that. You know, politicians aren't in their prime. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, Don Lemon getting roasted now across the board. Yeah, apparently, uh, apparently he, as a gay uh, leftist, uh, is so knowledgeable when it comes to women. But yeah, I, I was joking around. Hey, what song would go? Uh, what song would we play on the radio? If you were one of these music stations, what would you play on the radio? Uh, and then I threw out Stacy's Mom has got it going on by Fountains of Wayne. And then uh, Willie in the Paradise Valley, uh, he threw out this song, uh, Older Women Make Good Lovers, by <laughs> apparently Ronnie McDowell is the artist, as uh, Jim in Malta tells us. Here you go. Here's a little bit of uh, Ronnie McDowell, uh, Older Women Make Good Lovers, apparently his 1977 song, The King Is Gone. 
uh, was a tribute to Elvis Presley. Uh, he charted more than 30 top 40 hits on the Billboard country music charts. Two of his singles, Older Women and You're Gonna Ruin My Bad Reputation, reached number one on the country charts, while 11 more reached the uh, top 10. I want to know how many of you folks can agree with this statement. Older women are beautiful lovers. I said older women, Lord have mercy. They understand. Yes, they do. I've been around, I've been around, and I have this gun. I have this gun that older know just how to please a man. All right, there you go. Ronnie McDowell, Older Women Make Good Lovers. Uh, latest song request here on talk radio. It's not too often we take uh, music requests, but uh, every now and then, every now and then we, we will. All right, uh, back into the uh, serious conversation of the day. I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem. Now, Don Lemon, is she in her prime? Is she out of her prime? Uh, you know, you're the expert on women, Don Lemon. I know you don't want us to define, you can't define what a woman is, but you're the expert on women, Don. So is, is Christy Nome, is, is she past her prime? Well, I'll tell you what, uh, she was all over it uh, on Hannity's program last night. Here's what she had to say about uh, banning the communist Chinese from owning land here in the United States. You are a pioneer. You are the first governor, I believe, in the country to say no to TikTok because our intel community have been saying mm -hmm. it's being used as a spying mechanism against Americans. I give you credit for that. Mm -hmm. Now you're one of the first to say no to the Chinese buying up farmland, ranch land, and land near military installations. I give you credit for that. Uh, tell us how you came to those decisions. Well, we've also, I've done an executive order that has said that we won't do state contracts and telecommunications companies will not do business in South Dakota that uh, affiliate themselves with China as well. So we've been aggressive on fighting this threat that President Biden will not address. I've got a bill I'm working with, a couple of legislators in South Dakota to ban China from being able to buy up our farmland. Agriculture is our number one industry in our state, but we also are the home of Ellsworth Air Force Base. Ellsworth is going to be the home of the B-21s, the next generation bombers that will protect the United States of America for many, many years to come. And China would love to set up shop next door and conduct surveillance on that platform, and we won't allow it. We'll make sure that our land stays under the United States control and that we won't allow enemies that hate us to come in and to purchase our assets. I all right, that's part of what uh, Christy Noem had to say last night on Hannity's program on Fox News. I don't know about you, but who needs weak men like Don Lemon when we've got strong women like uh, like Christy Noem, Nikki Haley, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, uh, Kristen Juris here in Montana, and so many others. All right, let's uh, let's jump right back into it here. We've got Mandy Gunasekera uh, back on the show with us here. She was the chief of staff for the Environmental Protection Agency under President Donald Trump in the in the Trump administration. Mandy, great to have you back on Montana Talks. Thanks for being with us here this morning. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'd be remiss if I didn't get your take on Don Lemon from CNN. You probably heard his remarks about uh, Nikki Haley uh, being past her prime. Man, what do you say to that one? I mean, he he's tone deaf and he has a lot of problems, is what I would think, um, including problems with women. Is is what is 
is how I would uh, see what he said. And it's just, it's beyond offensive and it's not true. Um, so uh, it's crazy that CNN continues to put someone like that up on, on shows all the time, including during prime time. Yeah. It, it's a reminder of how unserious these uh, media personalities are in the national media, but also how unserious some of our national leaders are right now, not tackling the important issues. Case in point, here's this major environmental catastrophe, it appears, in East Palestine, Ohio. And the EPA administrator and the transportation secretary have basically both been MIA. You were chief of staff at the EPA. What's your read? Well, if if I were still chief of staff at EPA, I would have had the administrator on a plane as soon as we heard about this accident happening, heading out to the area that's impacted. And I, I say that because we did that. Um, there were some issues with potential water quality concerns in New Jer- Jersey, and we immediately went out there. We made sure our emergency response folks were doing what needed to be done to immediately address the dangers. We had monitoring folks to try and control it. But then we sent the administrator out there because having political leadership present at an environmental disaster like this is so important for communication purposes, but also bringing together the multitude of people from the local, state, regional, and even federal level. And so this instance is inexcusable that it took more than two weeks Um, for someone from the Biden administration to go out there. Michael Regan did go out there recently, but he gave he gave a speech and then he refused to show up at the town hall, which, again, if I were advising the administrator, I would say you've got to go to the town hall because that's where people feel like they can air their concerns and they will be more more um, trusting of the type of organic back and forth that they get from someone who's answering questions versus versus just delivering a speech or a few remarks. I saw uh, Republican Senator J.D. Vance from Ohio just poked a stick in the water and said, look at the chemicals that, that bubble up to the surface here. How how concerned, uh, what, what are you hearing about what's really going on on the ground? Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, the officials on the ground are saying one thing, while the residents on the ground are experiencing something completely different. They're saying, it's okay, you can go back. And then residents are going in, and it's either chemical fumes um, that are causing nausea and faintness, or, you know, as J.D. Vance showed in the video, they are ever-present all over in creeks that feed into uh, water systems. So I, I, what's going on the ground is um, really a, a manifestation of how unserious this administration is to real environmental issues. They are so hyper-focused on pushing out their climate change narrative but they're avoiding going in and doing what's right by the people um, in East Palestine, Ohio. And the people on the ground, as I've heard and talked to a few, um, they're, they're very concerned and, and they're right to be concerned because this administration has showed that even the information they're putting out, how are they supposed to trust it? Because they waited two weeks, really, before they put any effort into it. Yeah, that was going to be my next question for you. Is they seem to be focused on these unicorn fantasy climate alarmist theories when they've got actual environmental uh, problems on the ground that, that that don't merit any concern from hardly from them. It, it's absolutely outrageous. Uh, Mandy Gunasegra, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for calling in. Final thirty seconds. What do you want to tell folks across Montana? Yeah, I would just say, look, there's a there's a right approach to environmental issues. It requires hard work and showing up. We did that in the Trump administration, um, and unfortunately, we've seen this reinstitution of them chasing their abstract climate agenda. 
Um, it, it is causing real harm, and so I'm just going to send my thoughts and prayers to the people out there and try and connect them to folks I know who are ready, willing, and able to actually help. I saw you're running for the NDPSC. At first, I thought you were running for the Public Service Commission in North Dakota, but apparently it's a northern district seat in uh, in Mississippi, so best of luck to you out there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm excited about it. All right. Yeah, great to chat with you as always. And, uh, yeah, what a difference we see from the Trump administration uh, tackling America's problems with Biden ignoring them. All right. Thanks, uh, thanks for your time. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. And the way I'm interpreting it is this. They got humiliated by the communist Chinese, and then they panicked. And then anything that was in the sky, without even identifying what it is, they just decided we're just going to shoot this sucker right out of the sky, and this way we can't be criticized again. You shot down three things, Joe, objects, and you don't have a clue what you shot down. And that's because you didn't shoot down the one that you're saying now that you knew was coming into our airspace, that you knew was from China, and you look like, you know, you look weak and foolish on the world stage. As the events of the previous days have shown, he goes on, we'll, we'll always act to protect the interests of the American people. This is the biggest screw-up of all time. Check out the Sean Hannity Radio Show later today, right here. You can get windows worthy of a presidential suite without inflating your budget. Now you can transform any room with new window treatments from our friends at Blinds.com. Now shop huge discounts on blinds and shades and shutters and so much more. Plus you can rest easy with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. So shop Blinds.com President's Day Sale right now for up to 45% off everything plus door busters. Save up to 45% off site-wide now at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality E, clean nose, healthy life. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest. Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, let's see. I'm not, I'm not sure if uh, Tom and Shepard is still on the phone lines here or not. Uh, let me double check. I'll, I must have hit a button here. My microphone sounded weird. Hold on one second here. Okay, uh, still sounding weird. I don't know what in the world. I must have just hit a button. That's all right. Oh, there we go. I know what it was. I still had my uh, my phone my phone microphone button turned on, and so I was sounding weird in my headset here. All right, uh, our radio fans uh, uh, know what I'm talking about there. Uh, let's see. Is Tom and Shepard still on the phone lines here? Because uh, I think he had a song he wanted to to bring up here uh, when it comes to Don Lemon's remarks about women being past their prime. Uh, Tom, are you? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Tom. Good. Good. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I got I got one for Don Lemon. So this goes goes way back to the seventies and eighties when I was a freshman. Remember when they had freshman initiation, and uh, you had to dress up. I had to dress up like a girl and sing to the fresh, the senior guys. Oh, did you have to do so that? It was a, oh wow. It was a 
it was a perfume song. So it was about perfume, if I remember right. And it was that, I can bring home the bacon. Remember that? I, I can sing it like a woman too, if you want. Yeah, you know what? I did not. <laughs> I did not have to dress up like a woman uh, for freshman orientation. What high school did you go to? Well, this was down in Wyoming, but this was back in the days when <laughs> high school was fun. Nobody expected you to become something you weren't. <laughs> yeah, n- now they might be breaking out the surgical tools if you showed up dressing like a woman. You know, you'd be yeah. like, you'd be missing parts afterwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it was oh, all oh. good fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was. But. So the song was "Can I bring? I can bring home the bacon or something like that, right?" Remember, remember that. Yeah. I can bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan. Never let you forget your man, because I'm a woman, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. You know, it was funny. Uh, uh, there was a, uh, let's see, Alan Kalispell called in. He says, uh, you know, when Lemon made these remarks, what about a transgender woman? Who's a man who identifies as a woman? Are they past their prime too, or or because they're biologically still male? Does Don Lemon still think they're not past their prime? See, there's so many questions, so many questions here. Uh, all right, I know we're short on time. Here's part of what Jeff Lasloffy had to say in his uh, Montana Family Foundation update yesterday about compelled speech. This is what uh, Dick Pence was calling in about earlier in the hour. Two of the greatest threats to a free society are government-compelled speech and government-compelled action, especially when compelled using the threat of force. That was the topic of a lengthy debate yesterday on the House floor as legislators debated House Bill 361, a bill to protect students from being forced to call transgender students by a new name or their chosen sex. Increasingly, across the United States, students are facing disciplinary action if they refuse to call a boy a girl or a girl a boy. Liberals even have a name for this. They call it misgendering and dead name. And to them, it's a form of hate speech. And as we all know, if you can get something labeled as hate speech, First Amendment free speech protections are thrown out the window. Add to that the fact that three Wisconsin middle school boys were brought up on charges of sexual harassment for refusing to use a student's preferred gender pronouns, and you have a First Amendment nightmare. Yesterday's debate was as predictable as it was sad. The vast majority of those who rose to speak on the bill were Democrats, and a majority of those were public school teachers and university professors. By the end of the debate, everyone in the chamber had received a full dose of gender theory all the way from the Biden administration's Title IX gender-affirming mandates clear down to teachers at the local level repeating what they had been taught at their continuing education classes. At one point, a legislator actually said, if you don't want to call a transgender by their chosen pronouns, then the best thing to do is sit down and be quiet. And there you have government-compelled action. Either say the things we want you to say or sit down and remain silent. This is dangerous territory, and thank goodness Representative Lear had the backbone and foresight to bring the bill forward. All right. Yeah, that's part of uh, Jeff Lasloffy's Montana Family Foundation update from yesterday. Today's update, uh, he talks about how we're nearing the transmittal deadline for the legislature uh, here in in just about three weeks and how uh, apparently there's a holdup in legislative services trying to get these bill drafts out of draft form. All right. Uh, Larry Mayer from the Billings Gazette joining us right after this Fox News update.